Hello and welcome to Morgan's First Time, a movie podcast where comedian and avid movie lover, me, Josh Florhog, introduces his girlfriend, Morgan Lee. Hello, hello. To all the movies she didn't see as a kid. And today we're watching a movie that I probably shouldn't have loved so much when I was 11. We're watching Apollo 13 because I loved space as a kid. I don't know, like, you it, always say, like, well, I love space, like, every boy in your land. I love, sure, every single boy has a space phase and a shark phase. I've yeah. been a nanny and a babysitter for 18 years, and every kid in their preteen years gets... Oh, yeah, they're the coolest two things. But you act, you act like you're the only one No, I'm the is... only one who watched Apollo 13 every day. I don't know if that's true either. This movie's not funny. It's not yeah. like... It's not like silly, silly fun. It's a drama movie. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like 11 and I was like in it. Yeah. I was sad. I was in space. I was lost up there. This movie, again, a true story about Apollo 13 that had some troubles on the way to the moon. They did have some troubles on the way to the moon. This is a good movie because there's only like six people in the movie. It's like Ed Harris, um, Gary Sinise, Kevin Bacon, uh, Tom Hanks is the star of it. And then uh, Bill Paxton. Well, yeah, because it's the three. It's the three. It's technically four. One of them doesn't he, he go. Doesn't, with. Didn't get to go because of a uh, hell of medical complications. Yeah. No. Um, he was exposed to the measles. Yeah, and they didn't want everybody to get the measles. Up I have, obviously haven't seen this movie, but I've done a lot of reading about Apollo thirteen, like the true story. So, like, I know. Oh, this movie's pretty set in fact. It's not like an alien comes in. He's like, we're gonna help you get back. Like, so I know what's going to happen. I just yeah. don't know how what, how they've done it. And then, yeah, like, the one guy's family is pretty big. Uh, they're in it, but they're not, like, in it, in it. You know, they ha- they all have wives. Yeah. Their wives are all like, I'm so sad. My husband's probably going to die in the space. In the space. In the space. What did... Uh... I didn't realize that Kevin Bacon was in this movie, so I'm, like... In. He's the one I think he doesn't get to go with. No, he's not. Yeah. No, Ken Matt and Lee, played by Gary Sinise. Is oh, the Gary one Sinise doesn't, doesn't get, get to go, go with. Space. And Kevin Bacon is gets the, to go is with. the replacement. Yeah, he's like the young hot shot. Yeah, but he never gets to go into space again. Mm-mm. I read they the two of them never get to do another mission. Uh, but the, Tom Hanks's character does. Not in real life. That was his fourth and final. Okay, who's one of their one of the guys did get to go back, and I don't think they got to go to the moon again. I think they had to go on like a, another satellite. <laughs> oh, none of them went back to the moon. No, Ken Ken Matt and Lee, the one who didn't get to go the first time. Did. Oh yeah, he got to go on another. He mission. went on Apollo sixteen, and he got to go to the moon. Oh, he did. Yes, cool. He probably brought everybody moon rocks. He was like, "See, if I didn't have the measles, you guys all would have made it." No. <laughs> He brought them all just necklaces from the moon with their names on it. License plates oh. at the moon gift shop. <laughs> That's what I would have brought. They would have been like, you can bring a handful of things to the moon. And I would have brought like some totes. <laughs> and then like everybody who is a part of like the Apollo programs, I would have made license plates from the moon with their names on it. They could have gone to the gift shop and there would have been a little register. They had to put five dollars. <laughs> You're the worst. And I'd be like, I'm going back up there to collect that money. And then when like, you know, we haven't been in the moon since the Apollo mission, so like now when people would go, they'd see that tote if it hadn't been covered by like 
moon sand. <laughs> I don't know how the moon works, but I would have been like, oh man, they don't have my name. <laughs> my name's Brian with a Y. Because <laughs> it's future moon people and people spell Brian with a Y now. That's all. It's not American, so they would be like, yeah, oh. yeah, a bunch of like Russians. Right. No, no one's gone since really. Oh, no one's planning on it. Well, I don't think that's it's boring true. up there. I don't you know think why that's no one goes? True. You you know why no one goes there? They don't got a, a souvenir stand with like <laughs> their names. On. I think Elon Musk is going to go to the moon. Yeah, he might. He's sending a satellite to the moon. He's not sending people to the moon, or he hasn't confirmed that yet. I think it's just not confirmed. I think it's a hush-hush secret project. They're working on Mars. They want to go to the big one. Why go somewhere where people have already been, bro? I guess, because, you know, it's safe-ish. It is safe-ish. There's no one up there all messing around being all silly goose. Yeah, what if they get up there and get attacked? Yeah, by these secret aliens on Mars? By somebody else's space force. (laughs) It could happen. What if other countries have a space force and we just don't know about it? That's true. Uh, we would know because uh, we have satellites in space. And space is super hard to get to, Morgan. <laughs> if someone was going there, everybody gets to know about it in the world because of all the emissions it lets off. <laughs> this movie is directed by uh, Ron Howard. Who was Ron Howard? Yeah, Ron Howard was Opie in... Um, in... Uh, Dick Van Dyke? No, um, not Dick Van Dyke. He was the narrator in Arrested Development. He was the narrator in Arrested Development. I'm trying to think about what he was in. He was a child actor, and he was so famous. Oh, he was in A Beautiful Mind? Yeah, he was in The Twilight Zone. Doesn't nothing, nothing is that, like, it's all producer, producer, act, director, oh, here we go, actor. He was in Bonanza. He was in Bonanza. The Waltons? Trying to find out what he was in. He was in everything. Lassie. Yeah, he was a he was a famous child actor, and then he went bald. Gunsmoke. The Andy Griffith Show. Yes, that's what it was. The Andy Griffith Show. He was very. He was like a popular kid star, and then he lost all his hair in his twenties, and then he started directing and made a bunch of freaking really good movies. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to watch the trailer to this? Yeah. Apollo 13 flight controllers, we need a go, no, go for launch. You know that Easter vacation trip we had planned for Acapulco? Procedures. Go. Control. Go flight. There might be a slight change in destination. Maybe say the moon. (laughs) Booster. Go. Retro. We're going flat. GNC. We're going. And I take the controls and I steer it around. FAO. We're going flat. For a nice, soft landing wheel. Better than the element short. Does it bother you that the public regards this flight as routine? There's nothing routine about flying to the moon. I can vouch for that. Launch control. This is Houston. We are go for launch. Everyone back on Earth. Uh, pleasant evening. 
Houston, we have a problem. We got a wicked shimmy up here. Houston, we are venting something out into space. It's definitely a gas of some sort. Flight to heart rate is skyrocketing. The Apollo 13 spacecraft is apparently losing breathing oxygen. The emergency has ruled out any chance of a lunar landing. Why are so many people here? Something broke on your daddy's spaceship. I have a request from the news people. Take it up with my husband. He'll be home on Friday. So I may have lost the radio contact. Econ, what's your data telling you? It's, it's reading a quadruple failure. That can't happen. It's, it's got to be instrumentation. The ship's breathing to death. This rig will skip right out of the atmosphere and we're never going to get back. Well, we're looking at less than 15 minutes of life support in the office. We never lost an American in space. We're sure as hell not going to lose one on my watch. Odyssey, do you read me? How long does it take to power up the limb? Three hours by the checklist. We don't have that much time. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Told I mean, you. like, is that a kid's movie? The hard thing, like, they're like the crappy thing about watching it now as an adult is that I I know what happens because I've learned about the Apollo thirteen state space mission. Yeah. True story, and I I like that takes a little bit of the drama out of it. Like, yeah. I'm still gonna be like biting my fingernails and like, oh no, are they gonna live? Despite knowing exactly what happens. But Tom Hanks is such a good actor. And so is Kevin Bacon. So Yeah, they're all, I mean, all of them. They really put together a great team of actors to play a great team of astronauts. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was kind of the whole thing with Apollo, because I watch a lot of space shows still. It's like, if you kind of like, if it took off and got to space, they're like, oh, we, we pretty much can do whatever we want now. And this is the first time where it's like, oh, we still got to do our jobs. Because <laughs> they're like, hey, just kind of float. And then you get to the moon and shoot it back. I like that they didn't let this deter them, though. They were still. Yeah. Well, they didn't want to be failures. Several more Apollo missions. Yeah. They didn't want to be failures. And they already they already built the ships. And they cost <laughs> like a billion dollars. It's true. You ready to watch this? Yeah, let's watch it. Let's go to the moon. Let's go to the moon. Like, Hello and welcome to Snack Corner with Morgan's First Time. I'm Morgan. And I'm Josh. And we're talking about space food. Space food. So we did a little research before this about what they ate when they're in space. And they eat my least favorite food most of the time. Which is meat salad. (laughs) I hate, you guys, I hate tuna salad. I hate chicken salad. And I'm not talking about salads with chicken or tuna in them. I enjoy those. I'm talking about, like, the mayo and, like, relish and celery meat salads that, like, like tuna salad or ham salad, salad, (laughs) macaroni salad. Literally, this is the only reason I couldn't go to space. I think they've got more options now. Yeah, they do now. I've read that. But, like, in the 70s, they're like, Josh, you're the smartest human being alive. And I'm like, yeah, I have an iPhone. (laughs) I bring my iPhone to the 70s, and that's how I get to be a NASA. But um, they'd be like, you have to eat ham salad. I'd be like, you know what? You can't go to space. Yeah, but sometimes you get to eat rehydrated shrimp cocktail. Yes. How gross do you think that? Because rehydrated shrimp cocktail is just like, I know you refuse to eat it, but you know, like um, ramen that has meat in it. And when you open it, before you put the hot water in it, like they're all... They're all shriveled up, yeah. and then you put water on them, and they turn into shrimps or beefs. 
That's what they are. Yeah, I know. I know. You just shoot. That's gross. The, yeah, that's the only way they cooked too. That's the only way you got warm-ish food on the Apollo missions is if you put the hot water from your coffee into the shrimp cocktail, and then you got kind of warm. Oh, okay, you guys. They had something that's been talked about a lot that I read, and I read. Okay. Well, no, bacon squares. Yes. The bacon squares were everybody. There, it's freeze dried bacon bites and they were like super salty and very delicious apparently because everybody there was like seven quotes from people saying like happiness is a bag of bacon squares on day 10 of your mission and all that kind of well it's just beef jerky pork jerky bacon jerky yeah they make it now we've had it because things are because it's good yeah we have it on every road trip now (laughs) i think they just take beef jerky to space now they do take beef jerky but also the bacon squares because everybody likes them they get a lot of drinks. Like every day, they get two drink. Every meal is two drinks. Like yeah. grape drink, grape punch, orange grapefruit drink, cocoa, tang, tang. Think about how popular that. Was. This is the crazy thing about tang. Everybody knows. Everybody listen here. Tang's not good. We all know it. We all have had it. It's yeah. not great. And people are like, "Oh, it's so cool because it was in space." It's just because it was the only option. Like, well, like no one in space was like when they got back. They're like, you know what? I crave tang. They only crave tang because they crave space. Because it's like Kool Aid, but it has all the sugar in it already, so it's a pre-made, ready to yeah. go, and it has vitamins in it. Vitamins, yes. So it was like seventies healthy, and it tastes so bad. It's so bad. I don't know, like. Why people would drink that by choice. It makes sense if you're in space. It's like gross or sunny D. Everything is in a cube too. Strawberry cubes. Oh, it's that was for packing. Everything I cut. Cinnamon just... toasted bread cubes. Yeah, that was just so they could pack it. They have, they're like, we don't we can't figure out how to put this all in boxes unless we cut everything into cubes. <laughs> Cheese and cracker cubes. Apricot cereal cubes. You have pulled up what they ate before the mission, right? Oh, yes. They had to eat... Okay, before they went on the missions, since they weren't allowed to poop for, like, those the first, like, 12, 15 hours. Yeah. Which is crazy, because I have IBS, so... You wouldn't have been approved. I wouldn't have been approved. Yeah, they'd be like, Josh needs to poop every hour. So they have a low... Or you would have had to wear a diaper. Yeah. Uh, a low-residue diet two days before the flight. Now, granted, guys, this was in the 70s, and this is not... Like, like you'd think now, you're like, oh, a low diet, they would have to eat super healthy. Not the 70s or this 60s. Is se- this is 70s healthy. So the two days before the flight for breakfast, they had tomato juice, Canadian bacon, soft-cooked eggs, a slice of toast, butter, uh, and grape jelly. And then they had cream of rice and coffee. That's way more food than I eat for breakfast ever. And then for lunch, they had apple juice, broiled flounder, paprika, Potatoes, pureed green beans, a roll, lime sherbet, vanilla wafers, and coffee. All this coffee, like yeah, is they're trying to get it all out of them. Yeah, they're trying to clean you out. Uh, Dinner, they had a beef consomme, baked chicken, buttered rice, pureed carrots, whipped strawberry gelatin dessert. Ooh, remember that old strawberry Jello with whipped cream? Yeah, and lady fingers. And then the day before. For breakfast, they got to have strained grapefruit, which, what is that? It sounds like it's just grapefruit juice. Yeah, it's fresh squeezed grapefruit juice. Cream of rice, which 
Gross. Clean you right out. Yeah. Scrambled eggs, a, bread, a breakfast steak, and one slice of toast. You still got to have steak and eggs the day before you flew out. Yeah. For lunch, you had beef with rice soup and crackers, a sliced chicken sandwich, cottage cheese pear salad, gross, angel food cake with rum sauce. Hell yeah. And for dinner, you had a tomato juice cocktail, roast beef au jus, buttered noodles, pureed beets, um, a roll, and sherbet. You got to have roast beef and noodles for dinner the day before you went to space. Did you, like, do you think they took a laxative with it so they would get it all out? I don't know. I see, I feel like if I called into work sick because I had stomach problems, they'd be like, what'd you have for dinner? And I'd be like, oh, grilled chicken and beef consomme. They'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> broiled flounder <laughs> gross yeah that, this was right before microwave so yeah so everything was cold so okay when all of the problems happened they had to turn off all of their heat and all of their um like refer not refrigeration but they turned off the heat and it made all their food freeze because it was icy cold in the yeah, it was the like shuttle. 40 so degrees in the shuttle. The they time. had hot dogs, yeah. and their hot dogs froze, and then they chucked them at each other in the space and chucked them all over because they would bounce off the walls of the space and then float because of no gravity. Yeah, they're like, we're going to die anyway, so let's start throwing hot dogs. Yeah. That's what I would do. Piece of shit. <laughs> Did you know that the microwave was invented uh, after Apollo 11? Oh, really? Yeah, I read a little tidbit on BBC that um, because they had to be quarantined for two weeks... Because they're the first people to go to the moon. They wanted to get all that moon goo off them from the aliens. <laughs> they're like, we don't know what kind of diseases you brought back, so we're going to put you in quarantine. They came up with a radioactive way to cook food because they needed the whole space clean. Um... So that's how they created, I guess, what we now... I mean, the microwave was invented before that, but what we now know is like the personal microwave huh. was invented for quarantine for the Apollo missions. Interesting. Yes. So the Apollo missions are the reason we're all obese. It's what the BBC said the reason for obesity was. They really correlated that to blaming them. Minecraft makes life easy. It does. But you it also can melt makes, cheese on anything. It also makes people fat. Because you can melt cheese <laughs> on anything. It's true. It's what microbes are usually used for. <laughs> um I also, in my in my research, discovered that Hamburger Helper was invented right about this time. And Hamburger Helper is one of our favorites. We love Hamburger Hamburger Helper is our favorite white trash meal. It's the fucking best. All of them. I can't pick a favorite except for Cheesy Hamburger. That one's probably my favorite, too. Yeah. They're all Cheesy Hamburger, by the way. Just different kinds of cheese. Mexican Cheesy Hamburger is really good. <laughs> uh, beef stroganoff Cheesy Hamburger. <laughs> We had extra cheese to it. We get fans. We do. What are some other space foods that you like? That Or that they call space foods? I guess Gogurt. Gogurt is supposed to be a space food? Tube yogurt, yeah. It seems like you would open the top and it would just go bloop. No, it, then you put it in your mouth and you suck it out. You gotta like kind of bite it and suck it. You gotta just launch it down your throat. You gotta Gogurt. My... My brother gave my nephew Gogurt when I was home last time, and he cut the tube in half so he could hold it because he's got little hands, and he promptly put the wrong end in his mouth and squeezed the whole tube of yogurt out. 
What happens if you put the wrong end in your mouth in space? Leave it yogurt floating all These are the smartest men and women in history, Morgan. They know how to put yogurt tubes in their mouth from the area they cut. They're not your, they're not sending your nephew into space. <laughs> nephew has already proven unworthy of space. It He's one like, year old. It's okay. Nope. <laughs> you know what? They look for the best of the best. Not the gog of the gogurt. <laughs> <laughs> what else was invented in the 70s and 60s? Um, Pillsbury. General Mills had a food called Space Sticks. Space oh, yeah. Energy Sticks. Or space food sticks, and they were like fucking gross. I know what these are. Energy, like little chew, like they look like cowtail caramels, and yeah. that's basically what they were because they were caramel peanut butter or chocolate taffy, basically. Yeah, they actually like they were eating those in space, and they weren't. No, they weren't. They didn't get that. They were eating bacon squares and frozen hot dogs. They were eating frozen ass hot dogs. Gosh, space. Like, when you grow up, you're like, space sucks. They eat good food now in space. They basically eat what we eat. Well, yeah, because, like, I was reading, like, if they're on the International Space Station and they send up, like, up there, everything has, like, an 18-month shelf life. And it's a lot of shelf-stable foods, but there's a lot of foods now that are shelf-stable. Like, yeah, because we have better packaging and we have better refrigeration. Well, they still don't have, it's not. Oh, yeah, they don't have. It's shelf-stable, so it's, it's packaged in a way where the bacteria can't get in and it can sit on the shelf. They eat a shit ton of spam up there. It's, they do. Pasteurized and processed in a way that it can stay safe. But every time they send up like a restock mission, they get like fruits and vegetables and tortillas, but they have to eat all of that like within two days. And I was thinking about that. Like if you That's went... party day. Well, if you went a bunch of time, months, like if you're there for like a month just eating all of the space food and then someone comes and brings you like a bunch of fruit, aren't they all going to get the shits when you oh, eat a good. bunch of fresh food? Yeah, who cares? We had tacos at midnight last night. I mean, we didn't get the shits, but like still, it's a gamble. We could have them. I mean, we don't, but it's a gamble. If you're bringing up strawberries and blueberries, I'm going to bow down. What's what I mean? But like, shouldn't I'm they I'm going to challenge my stomach. I don't care. <laughs> What, am I going to keep eating Spam? Have you eaten freeze-dried... We've eaten freeze-dried fruit a bunch of times on road trips. We always think it's a good idea. How much of those not taste like fruit at all? They taste just like fruit. Yeah, if you trick your brain. But how much I used to work somewhere you, where we process the freeze-dried fruit. Yeah, but how many times do you eat those and you're like, I just want a real strawberry. Yeah. And then you bring up real strawberries and you're like, I don't care if this makes me sick for a week. Sometimes they bring them pizzas. They're also pizza in parties. space, Morgan. They just kind of have to stay on that space shuttle, even if they're sick. So, like, you yeah, kind of like, work, like, 20 feet from where you are. So you can kind of get it done while you got tummy ache. But, like, I just don't know. I just don't feel like their plumbing systems are... Their plumbing system is uh, the galaxy. <laughs> you never... Oh, yeah, you've never seen that. I was going to say, you've never seen Apollo 13? They show it. <laughs> There's really? a whole really? <laughs> currently doing the podcast about how I haven't seen Apollo 13. There's a whole scene in this movie where they show you how they go to the bathroom. Oh, great. Well, good. I need I need to learn. I don't know yet. It's like a toilet, except for you know how we flush our toilet, and then it goes to the sewer with the sewer people? Uh, it just goes into fucking space. You just basically go in the bathroom, and then you flush, and then there's a tube, and it goes, and it goes right into space. I guess. And you can watch it. Space isn't full. 
yet. <laughs> Space isn't polluted like our sewer system. So we got months more to do that. Months. <laughs> That's why they don't send hamburger helper up there. Where they like, we got a space poop problem. <laughs> All our solar systems filled up with space pee. <laughs> you ready to watch this movie? Oh uh, yeah, I want to find out how they poop in space. Let's poop do it. Poop in space. <laughs> My new show. It's gonna be. I, I go to space and then I interview astronauts and then we poop into space. Oh, let's go watch this. Hear that, Netflix? That's my pitch. Send me to space to poop. Houston, Houston we, we have, have a, a podcast. Oh, you're way funnier than I am. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when we start a podcast and don't rehearse anything. We looked at each other and we were like, I think we both have the same idea. And we didn't. That's why we're officially broken up. You guys, this is the last episode. Of the podcast. He is lying to you. We are not broken broke up. up. three podcasts. <laughs> Why are you telling people things that are lies? They are lies. We're not broken up. Don't lie to our, we, we, to our huge, huge audience. <laughs> our audience is so big. If you tell them these lies, it's going to get out. And then yeah. people are going to think we're actually broken up. And then you're going to have all these dates online. I'm going to get so many <laughs> dick pics in my DMs if people think I'm single. So am I. I still get dick pics in my DMs. <laughs> you? Sometimes. Really? Yeah, what? like the message requests. Why don't you ever show them to me? Because they're always gross. I just. Do you got any? No, not right now. Oh, you need to. I need to see those. Okay. I'm Let's... trying to see wieners. <laughs> <laughs> I don't to want to, but also I kind of want to. No, I don't have any right now. I just have weird people wanting me to be ambassadors for their product but like a lot of times i like get these like things where like we want you to be a brand rep and then i like go and i'm like yo boss babe yeah and i'm like um excuse me your clothes only go up to a size large that's why we're on diet so you can be a boss i don't know <laughs> i'm not gonna be a boss babe for a company that only goes up to a large yeah that's true. not inclusive especially because one was like a body positivity company <laughs> oh yeah and did. i like went i was like yeah cool great and i like went on their website and i was like i can buy an enamel pin or a bracelet oh good this is giving me ptsd from high school when i couldn't shop anywhere with my friends because nothing carried plus sizes yeah it was only torrid right I didn't even discover a tour until like junior year of high school. Oh, it was like I that's uh, men's t-shirts and Wrangler jeans. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, it was terrible. That's why I have so much clothing now. I had a plus size girlfriend in high school, and I think I didn't start dating her until junior year. So she knew about tour. Well, you <laughs> also lived in a bigger city. I did live in a bigger city. So you lived in the small. I lived in the small, like a village, basically. Yeah. and so like I didn't discover, and then I. There was still not any. I still had an online shop. I couldn't actually go to a Target. Oh, yeah. And like now I can like go to Target and actually get some, sometimes get something. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Anyway, this podcast went on a weird tangent. You guys were talking about plus size fashion, which is what this movie mainly is about. <laughs> it really is. No. Um, this movie is about the Apollo missions and about pissing into space. Pissing into space. Is it sad that I would say top 10 most beautiful shots of this whole movie, which, again, this is the early stages of CGI, which, you know what? I'm, I gotta stop saying which. Um, the CGI in this movie holds up so much. It looks good. This movie looks great. Considering. 
It was 95? 95, and this movie looks as good. I will argue anybody, you can write in on all of our social media platforms to tell all you to eat shit. Um, as good as First Man, I believe it's called. The movie with um, Ryan Gosling, where he plays Neil Armstrong, Goes to the Moon. Oh, okay. Yeah. What about Interstellar? Interstellar? <laughs> Interstellar is an inside joke. Um, Interstellar <laughs> is an amazing movie. We went to go see it in the theater with our friend Chris. And we loved it. The movie's awesome. It's watch it. Go watch it. We're never gonna do it on the podcast because we've seen it a hundred times each. We love this film. But my friend Chris loved it as well. And his wife got him this big, like hand painted print of the movie poster. Really nice off Etsy. And they spelled it Instastellar. <laughs> they spelled it through another S in there. And it's such a beautiful picture and painting. And it looks great. He still has it in his house because of how nice it is and how wrong it's spelled. Matt Damon in Instastellar. Matt Damon is not in Instastellar. <laughs> is he not? What movie is he in about space? Matt Damon is in The Martian. He's in another one where they he's like lost, left up That's there. That's called The Martian. Are you sure? I yep. thought it was Instastellar. No, Instastellar is with uh, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, okay. And then you're thinking of another Lost in Space movie, and that movie uh, is with George Clooney and Sandra Bullock. I can't think of what it's called. They like he's got he got left at the space station or something. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the Matt Damon movie is called The Martian. They go to Mars and there's a storm on Mars and they have to get out and they think he's dead because he's out on the buggy. Not dead. Very much alive. Uh, came through all odds. Got back to the space station just in time to watch them head back to Earth. So he is fucked. So basically he has to shit a bunch because he's the botanist. He's not even like the super, he's, I mean, he's a scientist. We're just going to talk about other space movies this whole podcast. He's the botanist in the crew. So he's trying to help grow food on Mars. <laughs> and then they leave him and he's like, oh no, all the smart people are gone. And he uses his own turds to grow potatoes. Because that's like all he has is potato seeds. <laughs> or it's all he can get to work. I forget, I saw the movie in theater once. <laughs> But uh, so he just for like a year and a half till they can figure out a rescue mission, just eat potatoes. I mean, it's fine. It works. Growing out of his own poop. Did he get fat? He probably got fat. No, he got real skinny <laughs> because uh, all he got had to eat was potatoes. Yeah, but potatoes make you fat. Potatoes do make you fat <laughs> when you're just eating them. And then, um, like, doing other stuff. He had to just, like, be on Mars. He, like, works out a bunch. He gets real skinny. Gravity is what I'm thinking of. George Clooney and Sandra Bullock. Oh, anyway. <laughs> this movie. This movie. Apollo 13. Movie starts off. They're watching. They're having a party. They're having a party to watch the first people land on the moon. And they got all the, all the astronauts at his house. Yeah, he's... Jim Lovell is the Fonz of NASA. Well, he's already gone on three missions. Yeah. So he's like a pretty seasoned. Yeah. He's a vet. He's a vet. He's one of the people, he's people look charismatic. up to in the program. Yeah. He's his, his wife is a good hope. Like they've got the whole thing going yeah, on. They got a good house. They got a good house. They're probably real close to NASA. So like it's centrally located for everybody. Yeah. He has a sweet car that sucks. <laughs> That's the weird thing about this movie is, like, that car now, the Stingray Corvette, is, like, such an iconic classic car. But if you think about it, he just has a brand new Corvette. Yeah. <laughs> At the time, he's not like, 
this is a classic sweet car. He's just like, I have the new vet, and it's the sport edition. Well, and he also, like, is giving to, like, I feel like he is, like, a, a PR figure for NASA, because he's, yeah. like, giving tours, and he's, like, on the, like, people know who he is. He's he's kind of important. I guess I didn't realize all of that about this man, because he was already kind of done doing all that stuff yeah, once he, we were born. But Yeah, he was kind of like he's like John Glenn as well, who was the first man in space. Yeah. Like, kind of figureheads in NASA. Yeah, so he's giving this tour, and he's like, yeah, I'm slated to go back up in Apollo 14. And some, like, senator's like, yeah, if there's an Apollo 14. Yeah, this really shows you. I never got this as a kid when I watched this movie. But uh, right after we went to the moon, they're like, all right, moon sucks. Yeah, they're like, oh, you walked on it? Cool, we don't care anymore. Well, I think they brought home everything, and they're like, this is just straight-up dirt. <laughs> Some slightly different dirt, because it's in space. But this whole place, it's uninhibitable, and it's just straight-up sucks. I don't get that, because it's fascinating It's to me. fascinating, but there's... I I get it from that. It costs, like, $40 billion <laughs> to go to the moon. But, like, there's nothing up there. There's no... there Like, Mars, like... They found like there's a chance of water. There's there's yeah, maybe a, there's true. some oxygen. There's maybe a way that this could be like livable. And the moon is just like straight up an asteroid that spins around. The us. International Space Station is still up there. Does are there any Americans there now, or is it all from other countries? Um, there's officially no Americans there now. Okay, they went up in Dragon One, the SpaceX NASA yeah. mission. And okay. they went up to the space. This is the first time we sent some of the space station since 2014. And they're up there for like three months. And then they came back. Okay. But that was not NASA. That was. No, it was NASA. SpaceX built the ship for NASA. Okay. It was the it was first a, a, uh, joint effort. Joint effort. Yeah. Okay. It was the first time that a spaceship wasn't made by the U.S. government. It was made private, but for government purposes. Got it. For space travel. I mean, private makes uh, airplanes. Oh that. yeah, totally. Airplanes that like break orbit. It's the, like but that. it's the same concept. Like this company has the technology and the ability to make spaceships and the desire to make space. Yeah. I mean, it's and NASA whole... does not because it's very pricey for some reason. You well, guys, spaceships cost a ton of money to make. Well, Who and it, it makes. I mean, like it's the government, so it makes sense like that they would outsource. Yeah. Anyway, going back to our movie. Going back um, to a movie. They're building them straight up. Government is just building Before these. they go, the wife has a nightmare that it all goes bad. Everyone has a nightmare at all. Go- and then they have, has the car trouble. She doesn't want to go to the launch. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on before. And then, three days before they're supposed to go up, they find out they've all been exposed to the measles. Yes. And one of their... their so the original crew cannot go. They are. They have all been exposed. They're out. One of them has the measles. So now that now Jim Lovell's crew gets brought up because they were supposed to be Apollo fourteen. So now they move to Apollo thirteen, but six only six months before. The crew gets moved to Apollo thirteen, and they only have six months to prepare. Oh, six months. Three days before they find out that one of the guys, one of the guys, has been exposed to the measles, and he has never had them before. Yes. Whereas the other two have have, have had them. So they got to bring in Kevin Bacon. So they bring in a guy three days before. Well, he's the backup. He he already knows the job, but he's not like. He's trained with the team. But, but he, they're not. Like, they were a close team. Like, Ken, Jim, and Fred were like yes. best friend, like mm-hmm. a team. And so they were like, we're pissed. Ken well, was they pissed. bumped these guys for six months. They're like, okay, you guys just live together. Yeah. Yeah. 
like you get to go home for a little bit and hang out with your families, but like you guys, except for once it gets close, they're not allowed no, to. No, yeah, because like they can't be exposed. To the day before, whatever, everybody's there, and the little boy tries to run and hug his dad. And she's like, "We can't give daddy our germs. Mm-hmm. He'll get sick at the space station." Yep. Which, um, There's no spoiler space. alert, not space station in the in the rocket yeah. or whatever. But she spoiler alert, <laughs> spoiler alert, he gets sick anyway. Yeah, they all get sick. Well, he was like really ill with that UTI. Yeah, um, I love. Let's talk about the replacement. The replacement is played by uh, sex heartthrob Kevin Bacon. Well, and they talk about it. He's a bachelor. Yeah, he's, he's a, the first bachelor in space, right? Yeah, the first bachelor in space. He's hot. He's he's hitting on all the chicks. So hot. He the opening scene when they're watching the moon landing is him showing her how it works, how, how the, the shuttle reconnects. Cause his job, uh, Jack Schweiger. And then, um, Ken Madding, Maddingly. Yeah. Ken Maddingly. Their job was to steer the, yeah, the spaceship. Cause they don't go to the moon. No, they stay. They, yes, and then they, they stay in orbit around the moon. And then when the moon, they like comes control. back, they control to reconnect. Yeah. So their job is basically to catch the moon guys right after. So he's showing her this with a glass and a bottle, but it's very, very phallic. Yes, he's like, and I just drive it right in. Real gentle. Yeah, and then (laughs) a little thrust, and I'm in ya. (laughs) And she is just like, fuck me in this couch. She is. She's like, I don't care that this is not your house or my house. Yeah. Let's go find a Let's room. Let's go bag in a kid's room or the bathroom. And I believe he does because you don't see him when everybody's gathered around for the moon, <laughs> which is awesome. Because he's like, you see those two guys on the moon? There's another guy not on the moon who's gonna penetrate them, just like I am you. <laughs> Um, my favorite thing I read, I read about this. So Gene is like the control. He's in charge at, at on yes. the base or whatever. And his wife makes him in the, this is real life too. His wife makes him a vest for every mission, a new one for him to wear. Yeah. Cause he has a different button. Yeah. So it's got the insignia for the mission and she sews it for him. Played by Ed Harris, who Ed Harris is the best. So they leave that Houston, we have liftoff and everything goes fine. He didn't start on fire like Apollo <laughs> seven. Apollo 1. Apollo 1, and it didn't blow up. Like, well, the Challenger hadn't happened yet, but... Yeah. <laughs> so everything's fine, and then Engine 5 dies, and they get it fixed, and then it says, he says, Look like, looks like we just had our glitch for this mission, which is, like, famous last words. For yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, all everything bad could happen, and it's like, ooh, well, joke's on you, because more bad stuff's gonna happen. They dock... Where they're supposed to, everything is doing fine. The daughter doesn't want to go to the broadcast because she's depressed because the Beatles broke up. In her defense, the Beatles did break up. Um, and then there's they're doing their their rounds, they're checking everything, and they go to stir the oxygen tank, and that's when all hell breaks loose and it explodes. Yeah, a faulty wire is what it was. Was it? Yeah. Well, then they're in trouble. Yeah, because they're uh, they're losing oxygen because their oxygen because there's no oxygen in space. If you guys didn't know, uh, so they're losing oxygen and gaining CO. Well, because they're Cause breathing. They're, yeah, they're emitting it. And um, so they go into like the lunar module, the small part, to like 
conserve space yes. and energy and heat. And they turn off everything. Everything freezes. Fred gets sick. Starts running a fever of 104. And says the funniest thing in the whole movie. Which is my favorite line maybe in this movie as far as humor goes. Is he's like, oh man, Jim goes, oh, you probably got a UTI. And he's like, nah, man, I think I caught the clap. Because <laughs> I've been sharing a piss bag with uh, with Jack Swagger. <laughs> he's like, I've been using the same piss tube as Swagger, so I probably got the clap. <laughs> and I about shit myself <laughs> when he said that. Because I had no idea what that meant when I was a kid. <laughs> oh. Then, then all it just starts falling apart on them. Everything yeah, starts they get falling mad apart. At each other. They get mad. Well, Jim keeps the peace. Fred and Jack get into fights, and and Jim is now I'm biasly not blaming anybody, even though it was a hundred percent Jack's fault. It wasn't Jack's. It wasn't fault. Jack's it was fault who built it at all. He followed there. orders to stir the tank, and that's yeah. what Jim said. He's like, if I would have been in that seat and they told me to stir the tank, I would have stirred the tank. It's not your fault. It's yeah. nobody's fault in this. Aircraft. It's somebody's fault, but it's nobody in this aircraft. They later found out whose fault it was. They probably fired that guy right away. I'm sure he also got a punch in the face from somebody. Probably I feel like everybody. Jim Lovell's wife probably punched him. She's she seemed feisty. Buzz Aldrin probably punched him. Buzz Aldrin's punched a ton of people in the face. <laughs> Do you know about that? Uh, no. Buzz Aldrin still is punching people in the face. He punched someone in the face like three years ago. He's like 102. Yeah, it was like 97 when he did it. Because <laughs> somebody was like, the moon landing was fake. <laughs> he fucking punched him in the face. He's been doing it forever. Like it's not. He it's he, funny now because he's, he's been arrested. He's an for old it. man, so it's hilarious. That but he's like he's it. never not that's, stood his ground. That's on. his whole life's work. That somebody's like it's a conspiracy, and he's like, no, I was there. I promise you, I was there. And if you're gonna keep saying that, I'm gonna punch you in the nose. Yeah, he's he's pretty badass for doing that. Um, I like so. Neil Armstrong is just like, no, we went there. And both of them just like, I'll fucking fight you. <laughs> I like that they go, they go and they get the grandma and they bring her to the house so she can be there when, because they don't know what's going to happen. They want everybody together. Yeah. They're and they're like, like, well, because they were like, I mean, let's call it what it is. They're like, your son's going to die. They didn't think anybody, they, they didn't think they were going to no, survive. No, they're never going to come back. That, that was the whole thing. They're like, they do not think we're going to come back. And like, was it, uh, Jack figured it out. He goes, we're not even on course for Earth. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, Jim's like, yeah, we are. And he's like, no. And then, and then he calls and he's like, yo, are we coming there? And he's like, hey, we'll call you when we have an idea of how you should correct the curve. Well, and he's like, so you guys don't have an idea. And he goes, we're working on it. Well, and then, so this is all happening. They're working on it. The CO2 levels are getting dangerous. So there's, there's this, like, there's a guy. And this is the scary thing. I don't want to interrupt you. But this is over the course of two days days yeah they're just not sleeping in what what is it like 41 degrees in the ship well because they took their yeah because they, they were took like monitor, right and they took the monitors off because they're he's like I, I don't want everybody in america knowing the status of my kidneys yeah he's so, like we're gonna die up here anyways so, so they took all that off and then ken is still they called ken in and ken's working on no sleep in no sleep because they're like ken take a break he's in a like simulator if they don't get to sleep i don't get to sleep i'm gonna figure this out i'm bringing them back so he's working on that some other guy is working on how to put a round a, a round um over us over a brick well around a co2 filter into a square 
Oxygen Fil- filter. Filter holder, yeah. basically. And they figure it out. They do it. They tell them how to do it. They save themselves by building this contraption, and it actually works. And so now they've got oxygen again. They're playing with frozen hot dogs. And then Ken figures it out. Yeah, you made that scene sound so fun. You're like, they played with frozen hot dogs. Well, and then you watch it, and you're like, they just have to eat those fucking hot dogs. When and I was, that was like two minutes of fun where they're like, let's throw them at each other. We're, when I was reading it, it sounds like it was lo- like they played yeah. in, in real life. They played with the hot dogs for much longer. They were like bouncing them off the walls and stuff. Yeah, that's probably really fun for a day. And then they're like, oh, we're going to die. Here's my question to you. Not about the frozen hot dogs. There is a part, because they, they go around the back of the moon, and I believe they're one of, like, five ships to ever do it. They loop the moon. And there's a moment where they're all looking at the moon, and they're all thinking the same thing, is we're gonna die anyways. What would you have done if you were the captain of the ship? I think he made the right call. I don't. I mean, they made it back. It Hindsight now shows that he definitely made the right call. He had trust in his team. He the had other trust side in of Ken. Was like, he had trust in Gene. Let's and, go die on the moon. Well, I that's mean, there's call. that, but I don't know. I think he made the right call. I think that's the call I would have made. Um, My call, super great photo op. Everyone <laughs> with their arms around each other. And then you undo the helmets, <laughs> just pop them off, and you're all standing there staring at Earth because you're gonna freeze solid instantly. So they're doing, they're doing all this stuff. Ken's working. They bring the grandma to the house, and then, and then you know everything gets figured out, and they're going to try to land. So it's on TV, and, <laughs> and Grandma's sitting by herself watching TV, and I love that she's like, "Hey." Blanche, this is Neil and Buzz. They're gonna sit with you. And she was like, "Hello, boys!" Like, like, no big deal. It's Neil and Buzz. Well, yeah, just I mean, two young bucks that are gonna sit and keep Grandma company. They're like the same age. They're all the same age as like Jim and everybody, because they were all on the first uh, missions too. Yeah, they're probably as close as friends. I get. I. I mean. Besides I mean, the ones I mean, that were well, well, to us, they're people who are on the moon. But to them, they're they might be the only people she knows. That are beside the yeah, besides Fred and Ken, who yeah. are like his team. Yeah. But because didn't he do a mission with one of he with did, them too? He did a mission with Neil Armstrong. Yeah. And Buck Aldrin. And yeah, just other so things. Big, so like to us, it's like, oh, just no big deal, the two guys that were on the moon. But to them, it's just like two other guys who are part of this crazy space program. Cause there's only like 30 guys who are like top naval pilots who are chosen for NASA. Yeah. So it's like these guys all are very close. Oh yeah, and totally. They, I mean, they all, all work together. Community. It's all a small community. Yeah. Yeah, like all the wives are always together and all that because nobody else also like understands understands what it's like to send somebody into space, like send yeah. your husband into space. Yeah, so we can do be with a traveling businessman's wife. Yeah, and they're like, my husband's going to the moon. It's like, oh, I know because my husband's in Jackson, Mississippi. It's like, and the next week he's going to Detroit. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> really? How about you go to hell? <laughs> There's people in So it, it made, I just thought it was really funny that that was like, they're like, can, she's like, can you go sit with, with Jim's mom? <laughs> what did you think of the movie? Overall, I really liked it. What would you give it? I'd are we going, give seven, it, are we going in the seven category for Morgan? I was going to give it a seven and a half. Nice. This movie holds up. I watched this movie a lot when I was a kid. I think, and now there's funnier jokes like the clap joke and how much of a horn dog Kevin Bacon is. It's definitely, it definitely holds up. There's nothing like. Yeah. 
PC that would throw it out. Like, as you said, like, even the CGI is pretty good. Like, obviously, it's great. They yeah. could totally make something even cooler now, but it's still pretty good. Yeah. For some reason, in my head, when we started watching this movie, I kept waiting for Bruce Willis to show up, but um, that's, Armageddon. that's Armageddon. That is Armageddon. <laughs> and yeah, so you you think it holds up? I, I give it a seven movie. and a half. Next week we are doing Man on the Moon. Man on the Moon, which, which is, is not about space. <laughs> not about space. Just includes the word moon. Yep. It's about and, Andy Kaufman. Um, what else? If you have any suggestions for next month after we're, since we're done with biopic May, um, send them in Morgan's first time pod at gmail.com or Morgan's first time pod on Instagram or Facebook. You can get a hold of me at Morgan girl in LA on Instagram and Twitter or ice cream daddy LA on Instagram. You can follow me at Josh F comedy on all social media platforms and Josh F comedy.com. Make sure if you are in the Vegas area, I will be there May 29th. For Laugh After Dark at Notoriety Live, getting ready to film my Amazon Prime set for Laugh After Dark, which will be August 7th at Notoriety Live as well. You can get tickets at laughafterdark.com. Do it. It's going to be a blast. Yeah. Also, follow them on Instagram. They always have promo codes for cheap tickets. They do. So do that, too. Bye. Bye.